Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. I don't know how many of you saw the little joke that was on the Midweek Midtown Catholic Newsletter, but it had one of the apostles thinking to himself, Great, not only do I have to forgive my brother, now I have to do math. I, I like the joke, but we're not supposed to be counting the number of times we've forgiven somebody. We cannot say, Okay, that's number 489, you get one more and then you're done. The reality is that Jesus was responding to something Peter said, where Peter was playing on the words with with the number seven. You see, the number seven and the word for to swear an oath in Hebrew come from the same root. The word means to be in a covenant relationship with someone else. That is why God made the world in six days and on the seventh day rested. He was making a covenant with creation through humanity. St. Peter was trying to call on his knowledge of covenant from a Jewish perspective and said, in essence, do I have to remain in a covenant relationship with someone who has done me wrong? Jesus is telling Peter that just remaining in a covenant relationship is not enough. When Jesus said 70 times 7, he was telling Peter that being in a covenant is not good enough. He had to make that covenant into a maximum amount of effort at forgiving his brother. I don't think he was talking about St. Andrew. He was, in general, talking about everybody. But Jesus uses this occasion to teach yet another point. As he continues in our reading today, he has the analogy of the king who forgives a debt, but that person refuses to pass on the gift that the king had given him. What would have happened if this person the king forgave the debt for had said something like this to the one who owed him money. All right, you no longer owe me the debt. You owe the king. And he would have walked away from that fellow servant who owed him a fraction of what he had owed the king. What if this servant went to the king and said that he owed him some money? My guess is the king would have dismissed that debt also. Isn't this what God does for us? Can we take all the the things that people have done to us when we think we have been wronged, and rather than fighting us to to for, and fight and than us fighting to forgive, we say something like this: "You did not wrong me; you wronged God. You owe Him." And then we forget it. Yes, that is very hard to consider. We think we have a right to demand justice on our terms, but Peter understood that God was calling us to something more. He was calling us into a relationship, a covenant bond that would make us different than the rest of the world. But Jesus said, even to Peter's understanding, that even Peter's understanding was not enough. We have to go further. And this is the hardest part of the lesson that Jesus presents to us. But he also shows us the way to do that. Rely on the forgiveness of the king. What has God forgiven you? How does that compare to what someone else has done to you? Our sins against God are offenses against an infinitely good and holy God. What can anyone do against us that can compare with what we have done against God? I'm not saying it is easy to look at forgiving others the way God forgives us. We have an innate longing for justice. And when we have been wronged, we feel the need for justice more than we feel the need for mercy to offer mercy. That is part of our fallen human nature. But it is not our Christian nature. 
The formula Jesus gives of 70 times 7 is a call for an infinite attitude of forgiveness. How do any of us compare to that call to be in a covenant with those who wrong us? What has God done for us? What have we done for others? Lord Jesus, help us to understand this call that you give us to forgive others. We thank you for having forgiven us. Help us to forgive others. Help us to live in the knowledge of the covenant call to holiness that makes us different than the rest of the world. Help us to set aside the sense of being owed for whenever we are wronged. You went to the cross for our sake and offered us your infinite mercy. Help us to live your mercy for others. Remember our Midtown motto, One Church, Encountering Jesus, Making Disciples, Living Mercy, Sending Apostles. Amen.